Hello everyone, this is your girl Mendoza, coming in with episode 2 of The Controversy. Today's episode is going to cover a lot. And surprisingly, my guest today is my 15-year-old son, Darius. And we have a lot of conversations about various topics. And sometimes I wonder by his mother based on his responses. He doesn't like to show emotions. He doesn't, he says he doesn't know how to share his emotions. And he really isn't big on volunteering his opinion. He's not forceful at all. But at this moment, in this day and time, I was like, who's going to be a good guest? Where am I going to get a good guest from? And then I sat and I thought about it. In light of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, Rashad Brooks, and the list continues to go on. I wanted to know how my child felt, what he is experiencing. I wanted him to make others feel like it was okay to speak on it. And to no surprise, of course, asking him if him and his friends discussed the topic. And to no surprise what his answer was. But this episode kind of means a lot. It means that we need to sit and have these conversations with our children. We need to talk about the hard stuff just as much as we talk about the easy things. And we need to know how to talk to our children. And a lot of us don't. So, there's some serious parts of this episode. And then there's some Mommy and Darius. I don't too much share this part of Mendoza, but this is my everyday life, and I love it. I love my kids. I have two black sons that I would lay down for, and I would lay anyone down for. Easy. But to hear his opinion his laughter. How could you not take these children as innocent? And you're stealing their innocence from the beginning to the end. And then you're saying you fear them. You're covering them in anger and hate. And then you're fearing them. 
Welcome to the controversy. Definitely my most difficult guest, and it's my own child. My own child. Man. All right, let's get into this. Yeah, like I do this. So we're going to interview my 15-year-old black, very black son. Okay, we get it. I'm black, all right. Man, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this no more. Can somebody please put some bass in his voice? Dang. Man, leave me alone. Okay, let's go. So, my first question for my also very unemotional, unsympathetic. Non empathy having son. Man, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we okay. get it. How do you feel knowing that people fear you because you're black? I feel like it's wrong. And what makes it wrong? Um, that all black people aren't the same way. And all black people shouldn't be feared? Yeah. Are they racist because they fear you because they're black because you're black? No. They're not racist? I mean What? Is a person racist just because they're judging you by the color of your skin? Hey now we put that way, yeah, but like, <laughs> like oh. <laughs> a whole curriculum. A whole fucking <laughs> curriculum. <laughs> like this a, this reason why it's okay to fear It's okay to fear. It's not okay to fear you because you're black and because yeah. their fear leads to sometimes killing you. I mean, now see, they don't need to take that for now. I mean, look at recent events. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to go into the next question. Please and thank you. Because <laughs> I had some valid points. Pat myself on the back. I don't care. <laughs> what do you think about the Trayvon Martin and the Mike Brown murders? Mm. Remember, we went over this. Trayvon Martin was basically murdered by a neighbor. Mike Brown was murdered by... A cop. A, a cop. So, two different inc- incidents. Well, they're both wrong. They're both wrong. Mm. There's no reason that should happen. And no reason either should have happened? Yeah. So do you feel like Trayvon's murderer should be in prison? Yeah. For a very, 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 very long time. Mm. So how do you feel knowing that he and people like him are walking the earth? Oh, they is? He's not in prison. Well, he is. He's a free man. We just had this discussion. How do you feel that he might be hiding? Because he's hiding because, you know, people know his face and his name. And your neighborhood across the street. And your justice system did not make him think that killing that 17-year-old black boy was a mistake. He was acquitted. Meaning he was set free. Set free? Like, he was found not guilty. 
Injustice isn't is a bunch of now, ma. I can't say that word. You definitely can't say that word. I'm your mama. Don't you forget that. If I was upstairs seeing me, then do it. I, I keep telling your kids this Fortnite and cussing and stuff is wrong. But anyway, go back to what the topic is. I'm upstairs in my room. I don't care if you have steals in your room. Man, see, sheltering. You're not in your house. <laughs> Too bad. And you're 15. And you were probably doing way worse up than me when I was 15. What I did when I was 15 don't mean nothing. Exactly. So why are you comparing me to you? I mean, why, 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 I'm, I'm doing one little thing I'm not supposed to be doing. Amongst others. But anyway, we're going to stick on topic. All right. Okay. So, again, knowing that Trayvon Martin's murderer is walking the streets and people like him are walking the streets, how do you feel? He should be in jail. Or something. But are you scared for your life? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. How do you feel about the Mike Brown case? He the one who ran the He was the one who was grabbed by the neck. Ah, uh, no, but he, yeah. he ran. He ran. They say he touched the gun, but he never tried to get the gun. But he was shot at from... He was basically attacked, antagonized. He was targeted. Why is there a cop? Hmm? Where's the cop? He a free man. Ten two? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was not listening to that at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but I was not listening to all these stories. Alright, um... I feel the same way. So you feel like cops should go to prison too? Yes. So do you think that they're supposed to protect us? No. As a cop, what is it? What are their jobs? Protect us. But so you don't feel like they're supposed to protect us? No, they can and they're killing us too. They're supposed to protect us. No. And they're not supposed to kill us. Exactly. So I asked you, do you think they're supposed to protect us? What? I said, do you think they're supposed to protect us? No. Yeah, they are. They're supposed to protect I mean, us. Yeah, but that's their oath. I didn't ask you what they're doing. I asked oh. you what they're supposed to. Listen, with, listen with your ears. <laughs> I don't do that. I do not do that. Anyway, next question. Yeah. Do you feel like police beat us and kill us to show us who's in charge? Okay, how do you feel about police brutality? Police think they got too much power. And they can do whatever they want. So they have a God complex? Yeah. Like, like, oh, you know what that meant? Air five? I like that, son. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Ugh. Before I was really interrupted. You were. My apologies. Continue. They just feel... They think they can do whatever, say whatever. And basically, they feel like they run everything. Mm. And that's not true. 
Mm. Good opinion. Okay. Have you ever been racially profiled? What do I mean? <laughs> racially profiled, like someone just judged you because you're black. No. Okay. What does racism mean to you? What do you mean by that? Like, what does it mean to you? What's your definition of racism? People that... I don't know. I don't know. You want me to give you the uh, definition? No! Okay. Crap, let me think. You wrote down a good answer, though. You forgot that you wrote your answers? Give me the book! <laughs> you edit this out. I'm not. People that don't like a group of people because of their skin. Hmm. How about hate? I'm just saying, we always say don't like, and we teach the children not to use the word hate, but hate is really what racism is. Right? Yeah. Okay. The police pull up on a black boy and will automatically racially profile them. They think they are violent in a gang, and they become threatened. They feel threatened. Within that fear, they will reach for their weapon. Racial profiling happens every day, and it happens to those of us that are black and brown. Racial profiling of black and brown males and females like we experience that daily it's unacceptable but what I can't understand is where does all of their hate towards us stem from were they enslaved were they taken from their motherland and brought to a country to be enslaved to be beaten mistreated oppressed why do they hate us so badly where is the pain that fuels their hate if they let go their hate for us what what pain do they have to deal with what do you think about racism They shouldn't see you in what kind of way? They shouldn't hate us? Yeah, like, they shouldn't see us in that way. You shouldn't be okay, like... Yeah, there's some good white people out there that don't, that are, like, black people, like, have black friends and all that stuff, but... Like, 
racist one or something, but like, I don't, they shouldn't have a reason to hate us. They don't have a reason to hate us at all. And that's just stupid. And they see us in the way for no reason. You. Are you a racist? No! I have white friends. I have, <laughs> I like white people. Well, I ask this question because sometimes with everything going on in the world, it kind of creates racism within us. It makes us not like the opposite race or or the race that hates us. Or no, no. It, it creates a race war, a racial war. So I like all, all races. And, you know, racism isn't just a white and black thing. It's, I know. You know, we walk around here talking about kung fu diseases, and we talk about the Chinese, and nobody wants to eat Chinese because it's the corona restaurant and things like that. So racism just doesn't stem from a white and black thing. I know. It's I of know. different ethnicities and races. You know, just that you know. I know. I'm, pretty, I, I'm cool at all. friends talk about this no because we don't feel like it's in our place to talk about this but why isn't it in your place because we're just kids and we don't know what we fully talking about yet and we don't know what's fully going on in the world do you not know what's fully going on in the world or do you not want to know what's fully going on in the world or is it because us parents aren't talking to you about it because we don't know parents aren't talking about it either. So how do you feel having a parent that talks about it? It's a, it's a, what's going on in the world is not okay at all. And I think it's a good thing I'm not teaching you. I can't hear you. You gotta talk loud. I said, I don't, I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I said. I think it's a good thing my mom's talk, teaching me about this stuff that's going on in the world, and this stuff that's going on in the world is not okay. I mean, I feel like all parents should talk about these things with their kids. I think it's true. And that's why I try to talk to you and your brother about things that are going to affect you and later in life and things that affect you now because it's definitely important. Okay. And especially when... You have kids your age that are dying. It's like, it's effective. And it doesn't just affect the people that are dying and the families that are dying. It's going to later affect us. It's gonna, it's a domino effect. So it's definitely, it definitely should be a discussion. And if we don't discuss it and you don't discuss it, if we don't discuss it first, it'll never be a discussion between you and your friends because you guys think that you're just kids. And most kids think that they're invisible. Like, it'll never happen to them. No, see, we don't feel that way. We just don't like to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I get that. It's real life. And you guys are into video games and girls and social yes. activities and things like that. Preach! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Next question. Uh... Do you think having a dad is important to black children? 
See your answer. We've been battling this topic for the last couple of weeks. So go ahead. <laughs> no, not really. Why not? Mm. No. Not to me. I didn't ask you about you particularly. Oh, did other black children? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Children, not churn. Stop being a geeshy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's important to other black children. What? I mean, children. <laughs> But why is it important to other black children? Why can you be a contradiction? Why is it important to other black children and not you? Uh, I mean, How do you just speak with, with loud, clear? I mean, I said basically, man. I'm not editing this either. They gonna get you raw and uncut. <laughs> All right, man. So basically, <laughs> when my mom, the way my mom taught me when I was growing up, it was like basically everything my dad would teach me. My dad, my other, my biological dad would teach me, and she just did it better. What? Yeah. What? Everything you taught me or dad taught me. I mean, everything dad taught me. I basically learned from you before him, and I knew it, like, I basically, everything you taught me, I, he taught me again, or re, re- You let him think that he was teaching you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, but I think all children, all children, especially black children, deserve a dad because a dad produces more structure. I only did what I thought needed to be done because you didn't have an active father. And then when you um, did have an active dad, you kind of saw me just fall back, right? Like, no. Your dad. You were always there. No, I mean, I'm always there, but. Yeah. Your dad, Patrick used to take you to school, pick you up. You know, I fell back a little bit. I wasn't always in your scene. You know. You, After school, you was. Yeah, after school, but... You were always there. Always. I'm not saying that. Like, I wasn't the major disciplinarian. I wasn't having conversations about, like, sex and girls and all of these things with you. You was having those conversations with your dad. You weren't talking to me. You were talking to him. Y'all had had conversations that we hadn't had about masturbation and things being normal. All right. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm All just right. saying. You're All looking right. like you ain't had these conversations. <laughs> Next question. Next question. We ain't doing that question no more. <laughs> but dads are important. I don't want you to ever think that it's not. And, you know, one day you'll be a dad. And I hope. No, I'm not going to hope. I know you're going to be a great dad. Because if not, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just putting it out there. Oh, man. Okay. Go next. You know. Next question. And in addition to being a dad, you're going to be a husband. Hey, wait, wait. No, we not having no baby mamas around here. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. So if you don't want to marry her, wrap it on up, okay? Hey, hey. Don't, don't create babies, okay? I don't do turn. <laughs> Children! <laughs> <laughs> this ain't edited. 
This not this will not be edited. Man, I'm a South Carolinian. South Carolinian? Yeah. You don't even know what you are. <laughs> Man, down here, next. We don't next. I'm gonna speak in my accent. I don't care. We're going to enunciate our words properly. <laughs> Man, and they'll understand, they'll understand. To the, to the best of our abilities. Art. In churn. Oh we churn and no butter. Man, churn is churn. Churn is butter. Churn, churn and butter. Oh my God. And they say, all right, go ahead. Do you, Children. There thank you. Children, <laughs> say it with your chest up and out. Let go, man. I can't deal with you no more. Do you think you will be successful in America even though you are black? Yes. Even though you want to go and play soccer in Spain? I mean... I could play here too. Subconsciously, you don't think that you'll be all that successful or be, no, cause you're worth that much to Americans. No, or I, America. Cause I wanna expand. Like I wanna travel. Please, that's only you wanna explore. Yes. Okay, you said expand. I just wanted to give you the right word, son. I said travel too. Yeah, that's why I give you explore. <laughs> 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 So I can travel and explore. <laughs> Great. Great. Next question. <laughs> Are you about done with me? Yeah. Great. I've been about done with you for about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have white friends? A whole lot of white friends. Do you have black friends? Yeah. Who are you closer to? My blacker friends. Your blacker friends? Hold on. Your blacker friends? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> My black friends. Man! <laughs> My black friends. Thank you. <laughs> Dang it. Um, okay, so with your white friends, have any of those friends or one of those friends um, ever called you a nigger? Hmm. And are you guys still friends? No. Why not? I don't talk anymore. But why aren't you friends? I just don't talk anymore. Do you think him calling you a nigger had something to do with it? A little bit, but yeah. I mean, how did you feel when he called you a nigger? See, at the time I was little, so I didn't really think of it until my mom explained it to me. No, 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 Oh my goodness, mumbling is not going to be heard. Man, if you don't, you know what? I, I because when I was little, when I was a little kid when it happened. Not a little kid, but I was like eight or nine, no, ten, right? I don't remember how was it maybe I was, eleven or yeah, something. Yeah, so I didn't really understand the full meaning of it, but now and then when my mom explained it to me, I started thinking about it now, and then I just never talked to them ever since. Mm. 
I think he was innocent. I think racism and those type of words are taught to children. I also think that within the black community and having black and white friends, we call each other niggers and our friends think it's okay. Because they feel like we are all the same. We, they're one of us. So we have to be mindful of that. That's why I always teach you and your brother to be like, I'm not a nigga. Even when I be like, nigga, y'all say what? I ain't no nigga. Exactly. So, um, so you let everyone know that it's not okay, even your friends. But I'm pretty sure you probably letting your friends call you a nigga now. Or you calling them a nigga. I call Martin nigga. Stop calling all your friends' names out on the podcast. <laughs> they all niggas. That's not funny, and they're not niggas. Like, uh, nah. I don't really, I, we joke with like, we don't really. But I, I think joke. that's what uh, you probably, you guys probably joked with it too with your white friends. No, we and don't they do didn't. That with them. I mean, you joke with each other around them, and they don't really understand that yeah. it's not okay. We do it around them, but they don't really say it because they don't. I mean, they know it now at the ages that you are, but when you're 9, 10, 11, 12, they're not really comprehending that it's not okay. They're just thinking that you're friends. And then, you know, some households are taught racism. So you have to be very cautious about the things you say, and you have to pay attention to your surroundings to know whether or not they think it's okay because you guys are joking about it around them or they're being taught at home. To call you a nigga. Like, to say, oh, I just Why you gotta say it like that? Like, you gotta expand your neck out like, call you a nigga. Like, okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. You gotta put all the enthusiasm into it. You just learned that word yesterday, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been with that word. Anyway. I never used it into a sentence. Next question. Do you date black or white girls? I date both. Mm, I'm glad. Cause I mean, yeah, I date both. Does the light skin count as black? Just because you light skin don't mean you ain't black, boy. All right, then yeah, both. I'm going to need you never to ask that ignorant question again. Say ignorant again. <laughs> Crap. So, anyway. Um... Okay, so when dating, when you were dating white girls, did you ever feel like one of them would call you no, a racial no, slur? No, 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 no. But what if they did? Would it be okay? Uh, they'll be single the next day. They'll be single the next day. Mm-hmm. And what about the next second? Man, I meant that, but see, that's yeah. So, if she's arguing with you, you let's just use this for example. You did something, hurt her really bad, and she said, "Nigga, you." Hurt me. She'd be single. Yeah, she'd be single. Even though you did something wrong? Yeah, she To hurt her? Yeah, she was single. Mm. So. I don't care. It don't never go that far. It don't go that far. Even if I did something like cheat on her, it will never ever go that It will never be that far. So, cheating on her is not as bad as her calling you a nigga? No. What? Because, see... <laughs> okay, so no, get into not, it. It's not so like. Can I say the c word? What? 
No. No. Like, I'm your mama. I know, but like. No. I know. All right. Just so say like, C word. We all know what it. Oh, you right. talking about cracker? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about another word. You can say that. All right. So like, I would never say that to a white person. Mm, that's good. Cause I don't feel like nothing's out. Like nothing's gonna be that like. Like, and nothing's gonna hurt me that hard to call them the cracker. Mm. And I feel like that should be the same way for nigga word. For mm. white people, it, nothing should be that deep to call call some, a black person a nigga. It's not okay. Mm. Good analogy. Good analogy. Who you learning that from? Am I your mama? Oh, sugar, digga, digga. Hey, you talking about WGG. WGG. Look at you. I am oh, sugar, nigga, nigga. That's now. not Geechee. Next question. That was actually our last question. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm free out of jail. <laughs> Fresh out of prison. So. I'm gonna drop my first day out song like T Imagine one of the reasons people cling to their hate so stubbornly is because they sense once hate is gone, they will be forced to deal with pain. James Baldwin. number of people killed by police in 2019. Black people were 24% of those killed despite being only 13% of the population. Not surprising. 99% of the killings by police from 2013 to 2019 have not resulted in officers being charged with a crime. Masterpiece stated that we should purchase the blocks within the black community back, and I'm all for that. But while we are buying those blocks back, can we invest in our communities? Can we turn those buildings into outreach centers for those that need education tools, need assistance with parenting, cooking, cleaning, and other homemaker tasks? Those that need help with money managing, budgeting, business planning, home ownership, and even resume writing. Can we not only invest in the buildings, but can we also invest in our people? Because our people weren't taught each one teach one. We don't rely on each other. We were taught to rely on a government that wasn't organized for us. It wasn't organized to free us literally, mentally, physically, or emotionally. Those blocks are where we are still losing our civil rights. And it definitely should be where we should build our civil rights back. So in order to build those civil rights, I think we should invest in each other. And investing in each other takes buying those buildings back and making those buildings resourceful 
for the ones that are less fortunate than the ones that are more powerful. We have to show our children there is more to life than what sport you play, what car you drive, and the label of the garments you wear. What is inside your brain? What investment stocks do you hold? What are your credit scores? And I'm not talking credit karma. What hate and pain is inside your heart that you want to heal? What love do you carry? Are you in tune with the fact that the game has changed from the 80s, 90s, and even the 2000s? God isn't really blessing hustling men with eight figures. It's no longer a career you can retire from. Where really was it ever? Or used as a stepping ladder. Now that you could. And it really does take more than that to be great. Every decade, the heat becomes more and more severe. From dodging the police to a jealous peer. However, here's the question. Are we the black people and them the police? Just pawns in these politicians' systematical war? So, what, for the last 300 years? We've been affected by racism. And in recent years, we've been heavily affected by police brutality. I say since, what, 1950s? Racial profiling, racial discrimination. But now it's to the point where we don't talk about it, we can't heal from it. And if we don't heal from it, we can't change it. So it's not a subject that we need to touch. We really need to get in the mud with the pigs and play in it. We need to figure out what is made of, how it's made, and how to get rid of it. We need to take racism, police brutality, racial discrimination, and we need to make a vaccine for it. Like they try to make a vaccine for coronavirus. So, let's get into it. stems from a June 5th True Tank Soldiers.com article that read rapper Masterpiece stated the only way for change is to educate, buy properties, and businesses in our community. We need an economical plan to fight injustice. 